0: Listening to PetLiferadio.com
1: All Paws Pet Talk is brought to you by Dog.com for everything and anything dog. Shopdog.com today for all the top brands: Greenies, Frontline, Kong, Nylabone, Royal Canin, and more. Shop at dog.com and use the promo code SADpaws S A D P A W S and get fifteen dollars off your order of seventy-five dollars or more.
2: People of the world, let's get-
3: Welcome back to All Four. I like that new
2: song, by the way. It sounds like, like Joe Saul from the sixties. I mean, it has that feel and that you know, very jolly, very jolly, very jolly. Yes, it's a very jolly, very jolly song. <laughs> I don't know that the artists would be thrilled to hear that critique. Very jolly, <laughs> especially
3: as we're—you um, might say—we're on a bit of a downer today. Yes, exactly. I, I we really needed something jolly, to,
2: frankly. Yes, you know.
3: a jolly little tune. Um, I want to try and encourage people to not sit back and just ignore the thin animal next door or the right. one that you think is getting beaten. Because if you actually go online, and I want you to do this, is look up, just Google Patrick the Pitbull, and you will find some links. And it's a current cruelty case that's going on. It is absolutely horrific. And uh, they need as many people as possible to not only report cases around them, but also support this. So I started investigating animal cruelty, which was not jolly at all. And uh, I asked Karen to do some research because the laws differ. I guess there are no federal laws. And even if they were, like your state state law overtakes federal. Is that right?
2: Well, no. It No. no? The state typically has um, jurisdiction, but it depends on the crime. And there are instances, and the most classic one being those four cops in the Rodney King beating, they were acquitted under California statute, okay, Mm. for excessive use of force and color under the, uh, you know, abuse uh, under the color of law. They were re-prosecuted, and this is why it wasn't double jeopardy, they were re-prosecuted under federal law subsequently because of violations of civil rights.
3: Well, you know, this uh, Keisha Curtis, who is this I use the term loosely, and apparently she is a very loose woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is the, Unfortunately, she needs to no be Rodney loose. Bushed. She's now in prison. Um, all yeah. right, let's go to Karen and find out, first of all, if you're coming back as a pet, if you believe in reincarnation, these are the states you do not, do not want to come back in. So, do you want to give
0: us those, Karen? Yes. There are five states that have really abuse laws, uh, really lacks abuse laws. Uh, Idaho. Hawaii, Kentucky, Mississippi, and North Dakota—three out of those five states do not even consider cruelty, neglect, or abandonment a felony.
2: Which which worst, three? Can can we can we identify the worst offenders among the worst?
0: Well, it all depends on enforcement. And what the laws are? Only North Dakota of all those five states even regard animal fighting as a felony. Wow! And and not just dog fighting. So
2: I got to be honest, Kara. I'm I'm not shocked to see any of those states up there. I, and I hate to sound like you know a guy who dabbles in stereotypes, but not a single one of them surprises me.
3: But I'm surprised about Hawaii. I don't. I guess I watched Hawaii Five O, and that that was yeah. My it ain't Jack of- Lord. Let's put it out. Oh, that it's way. not that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I am surprised about, uh, well, we are, we're generalizing, aren't we? Yeah,
2: we are. But Idaho,
3: North Dakota, these are sort of farming communities, I thought, Kentucky, that's, okay. Now, which, okay, let's go against that. If you're coming back as an animal, which states have some of the stiffest um,
0: penalties? Brian will be happy to hear this. California.
2: Yes, yes, thank you. I I mentioned that to Annie. Is, a is one of
0: the best. And on a lot of lists, Colorado comes up as one of the best.
2: Also not but, surprising.
0: But the thing is, you have to know about sentencing guidelines as well as what the law is. So while Colorado has very strict laws, sentencing guidelines mean often the sentence handed down can't even be a felony, even when it's supposed to be, because of of how their sentencing guidelines work and how it's all structured, and so it gets very confusing.
2: So it's the good news, bad news, Kara. They have laws, but even if you're found to be guilty, you're you're in violation of the law. There's such a lax penalty that it's anything but a deterrent, it would sound like.
3: And I just want to break in quickly. If, if someone's just tuned in, they are listening to All Paws Pet Talk, and yes. if you're wondering what we're talking about, we're right. looking at the various penalties or not throughout the country of um, for animal cruelty and to me if you're cruel to an animal you probably don't give a hoot about anybody else either No, right?
2: quite likely
0: and so well actually that's actually something that's been shown in study after study um, in one study I'll just cite this one is a 1997 study by the Massachusetts Society of Prevention of Cruelties to Animals and Northeastern University, people who have committed a violent crime against animals are five times more likely to then go on and commit violent crimes against people.
2: Yeah, well, well, you're right. Again, Karen, you, you know, I mean, we were talking about it originally. What I intended to do with my life was become a lawyer, but we all know this one as well. Children, when you see children who are abusive toward animals, That is one of the foremost indicators that this is somebody who's going to be predisposed toward violence against people in adulthood.
3: Now, I understand, though, because you mentioned Mississippi, but that changed in January where they introduced a new bill, uh, you know, really raising up in the ante, so to speak. So it can be changed. I guess it's a question of us changing it. And I I think I'm right that Jeffrey Dahmer said that the first thing he killed was a dog.
2: I wouldn't be surprised.
3: And then when he realized what fun that was, which I guess in his mind it was,
0: um, it kind of
3: led to other things. So, Karen, um, do you happen to know how can people go about changing laws like this? I mean, what's the best thing for them to do?
0: The best thing for you to do, because as we talked about, it's not a federal thing. It tends to be a state thing, is contact your state legislatures, pay attention to cases in the news. And if there's an animal cruelty case coming up, show up to the court. Let the court know that animal cruelty is a crime and that people care about it. Contact your state legislatures and even your, you know, local, any local official and see what you can do at the state and the local level because the animals need our help. They can't speak up for themselves.
2: Now, can I ask you some something? Um, I, I'm just curious, Kara. Do you happen to know, is there, as I just cited in the instance of the Rodney King beating, you've got California statutes, but then you've got federal laws which allow a re-prosecution. Is there any federal law which might supersede um, a, Cali- you know, a state statute? No. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. So there's nothing on the federal books.
0: Right. And it's been, you know, over the course of American history, we've come a long way in, in human rights. And right. so now we have to progress from the state of mind that, you know, animals are just property and they're no more important than your shoe, um, to animals having, having their own rights and being treated like, you know, living, breathing
2: beings. Well, sorry to conclude with you as the downer on this segment, but it is kind of a downer day, but it's a critical day, isn't it, in that regard, information?
3: And, And so thank you very much, Karen, for doing that research. We are going to go to another quick break. Yes. And we're actually going to be talking to people, and I know this is going to be a controversial guest. I wanted to do this for a reason. They do actually breed pit bulls. I've got a caveat behind that. And, of course, today at the end of the show, you're going to hear the interview that I did with Cesar Milan. So we've got a lot coming up. I'm going to go and put the kettle on and make myself a nice cup of tea on this cold, windy, stormy morning. And you are listening to All Paws Pet Talk.
1: bastard Enter the code PAWS10. 10 P-A-W-S, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com.
2: Whether they're big, small, hairy,
1: or whatever, you're going to need gear for your feet. And Kids Foot Locker's got all the great shoes and gear that'll get you in the game. Go to KidsFootLocker.com and enter the code AFPAW1KF to get 10% off any order of $50 or more. Or enter the code AFPAW2KF to get 15% off any order of $75 or more at KidsFootLocker.com. And cover those funky feet. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash pause B-A-W-S, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com celebrate your special occasion and give her this classic semi-eternity band created with one carat brilliant diamonds channel set in 14 carat white gold exclusively yours from ice.com free shipping over $150 free returns and 30 day money-back guarantee go to ice.com and use promo code ACTFP and get 20% off your purchase. Or use promo code ADTFP and get 20% off at diamond.com. Ice.com or diamond.com. Get 20% off from Pet Life Radio like your business to reach out and invite in our audience. We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice or service is the best most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website PetLifeRadio.com. Click on sponsorship information. There you can listen to a sample of seed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hi, this is Tim
2: Link, host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Join me as we feature interviews with best selling pet related authors, award winning writers, and journalists, and bloggers we'll tell stories about the animals and interesting topics about the animals in our lives. Each of the interviews will give you a first-hand knowledge about why the authors and writers chose a particular story, what the feature animals meant to them, and what has become of those animals that we've talked about. And of course, I'll also share stories from my own books, blogs, articles, and experiences. So be sure to join me and the writers and authors on Animal Rights. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.
4: Let's talk
2: pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com.
3: Hello and welcome back. You are listening to All Paws Pet Talk. My name is Annie Greer, and we have a very special guest in the studio today we're actually broadcasting from the global pet expo in Orlando and we will be talking with Cesar Milan, yes the man himself and he has brought the wonderful three-year-old junior with him and I really wanted to cover as we are a rescue program Cesar one of the problems that we have is so many people adopt a dog and then that dog ends up back in the shelter so what are your biggest tips for people when they are adopting uh, it's usually an adult dog and nowadays particularly in this area there's so many pit bulls what is your suggestion?
4: Well, I have a few suggestions, but one of the, the most, uh, I think, impacting for dogs is that a lot of people fall in love with the story of the dog, and they feel sorry for them, and then they, they start showering the dog with affection, and they, a person what they don't realize is they're, they're living in the past. And so what I recommend to people is to, to forget about the past and give that dog what he really needs, which is exercise, discipline, rules, boundaries, and limitations, and then affection. But the affection has to be given when the mind is calm and surrender. You know, the body is calm from exercise. The mind understands what the rules, boundaries, and limitations are, so it's surrendered.
3: So now I go one step further, Susan. I tell my people... Go and put a sign on the refrigerator saying, this dog is very lucky I chose him. So when they first come home, as you say, most people want to just buy everything that's new and they crawl all over the dog. But you're not saying don't pet the dog, but you're saying do something first before they get the reward of affection.
4: Well, You know, you say something very important that, that I, I think people should uh, 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 hear what you said, is I chose the dog. Most of the people allow the dog to choose them, and that—that that is not a very uh, a good logical uh, uh, adoption, you know. Because a lot of times, you know, if, if it, who, for those who watch the movie *Marley and Me*, that's the meaning <laughs> of it: a dog that comes and jumps on people, and the interpretation is the dog chose me, you know. But what happened was is this dog was excited, and he was the most excited of all, and and so this is the dog that claimed these people you know and so very important the, the the conversation that we put in our mind is we choose the dog because we like certain things about him and you know uh, saying about uh, putting things in the refrigerator and in the bathroom areas but you uh, where, where you uh, um, uh... you know visit the most in your household to remind yourself about what is it that you need to do how do you need to perceive this relationship from this point on is the dog lucky yeah are you lucky absolutely but you know, it's it's really not about the past. It's really not about feeling sorry for the dog. I always suggest to people have a mentality like paramedic. When a paramedic sees a human under stress, he doesn't feel sorry for him. He uh, he feels calm. He feels confident that he can help him to uh, to balance himself. So have a paramedic mentality while you're helping a dog recover. Then you can have a dog lover mentality dog lover mentality they just feel sorry for the dog you know they shower the dog uh, with affection at the wrong time I'm not saying not to give a dog affection I'm saying learn to give affection at the right time so you can nurture the right state of mind you know love is meant to nurture healthy state of mind not to make a dog unstable you know most of my clients or the people that seek for my help are dog lovers they love their dogs they don't have their names on their beds but. The dogs get to have birthday parties, but they're unstable. <laughs>
3: it's so funny. You know, we own veterinary practices. Some of the worst dogs we ever see come in are those little tiny dogs, the princess dogs yeah. that don't realise they're a dog. Yeah. And then they come back and see us, and they turn into lap alligators. Yeah. So lap alligators You know, <laughs> believe me, they are. I'd deal with a pit bull any yeah. day before yeah. a yeah. chihuahua. So. Your advice to people that have a smaller dog that now come to you and say, I don't understand, he keeps biting me when I try and sit on my bed.
4: Well, you know, the, the way they, they, that I've seen the people uh, try to solve problems is they carry the dog, and then they give the dog a kiss, and then they start telling, Mommy doesn't want you to do them. Mommy doesn't like when you bite people. Mommy doesn't want, you know, and, and so and what they don't realize is they're nurturing the dog. Nobody will carry a Rottweiler when he misbehave. One is his size, right? And then a little dog, everything's, everything is being interpreted as he looks cute, and one day he will stop doing this. It's, it's, so a lot of times... In my humble opinion, people live in an illusion, right? And this illusion creates uh, a, a fur baby, you know? I, even k- kids need rules, boundaries, and limitations, you know? Uh, and so it, it's true. Most of the dogs at the dog park, they trigger the wrong reaction. Is little dogs, but everybody blames the big dog, right? Because the big dog can create a, 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 a more uh, harm physically, but the little dog you start doing <laughs> signals. You know, as soon as he enters into the dog park, because he feels he owns the whole entire dog park, you know, and nobody should be there except him. and he's human, you know, but it's a lot of body, you know, a lot of gestures that they're doing. As soon as they enter, they enter with, you know, with the head up and the chest up and and they just feel like they rule the rooster. And so obviously the dogs that are already there are going to say, why you behave this way? <laughs> you know, And they start gonna, they're going to start using their paw. Then the little dog is going to start, start attacking. And then the big dog is going to say, well, no, that's not allowed.
3: It's so true. Now, let me tell you, Just I just met you. You come across as someone with a tremendous amount of calmness. And I know you talk about having that low energy level, you know, not to get the dogs fired up. I'm a very high energy person but I can be very calm around dogs. How do you teach someone that really them getting excited is not going to help the dog learn a damn thing?
4: Oh, it's an exercise. It's an exercise. It's, it's definitely an awareness. You know, when you come from a turbo country um, the only way you can live or survive is by being calm. Wow. We sometimes don't have food so we can't really panic. <laughs> it's not an option. Modern society panics for everything. You know, they want everything yesterday. And, and and we didn't have something yesterday. We're not assuming we're going to have it tomorrow. So the way we cope or deal is by being calm, you know, and, and we do this uh, as a family. So uh, ma- modern society is not a calm society. Modern society is a very neurotic society.
3: And you know, what's interesting, of course, this is how Japan's getting through their devastation is that such a calm nation Mm -hmm. it's so fascinating you say that Cesar we're going to have to end there because I know you've got a lot of stuff to do but really what a great insight and thank you so much for joining us in
4: Orpo's Pet Talk I, I do believe we can learn more from dogs than they can learn from us
3: I agree I agree with that one thank you so much Yes. bye bye You know, Brian, that was just such an honor to talk to Cesar, and and it's so hard on the radio to really kind of explain to people, sitting down with him, he's just so calm, I don't, it's like this feeling you get, like you're just in this sort of presence. And I was very honoured. I was very lucky. I was the only one to yes. get that interview. it was interview. A, a coup. I mean, and that was a bonafide coup. It really coup. was a coup. And all the people in the press room who weren't speaking to me before the interview, interestingly enough, afterwards came up and everybody wanted oh, to know. Yes, yes. everybody yes. loved yes. you. Yes, how now? are you? Yeah. And, and <laughs> nice to see you again today. That was just so funny. Um, but he had—he has a, a good handle on things. I know certain people disagree with certain things he does, but you know giver. what? He's—he's he's really brought the attention of the public on, on how important it is to get a dog trained and to exercise it correctly. I mean, I had a, someone the other day that said they just adopted this pit bull mix and uh, had tried crating it, but it busted out of the crate, destroyed a house, really doesn't know what to do. Why is it doing this? And I find out, because you've always got to get a history on this, I find out that um, in fact she's taking it out for 10 minutes a day. So anyway, great way to end the program. Uh, remind the listeners, you've been listening to All Paws Pet Talk. It's my pleasure to say cheerio, and we look forward to welcoming you back
0: next time. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.
2: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.